Okay, boys, the time has come. We have to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. How? I have a podcast. You've got a podcast? Yeah. First of all, you're copying me for when I said that I have a podcast. No, I'm not. People say they have podcasts all the time. It's not that unique of a thing to say. Secondly, I don't even believe you have your own podcast. I have part of a podcast. What's the name of the podcast you have? It's called... The I'd Like a Refund Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the I'd Like a Refund Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. As always, joining me here are friends. We have Cameron. Cam, yeah, how are we hello, doing here? Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Oh, man, you know, my arm hurts. I got my vaccine today, and it hurts really bad. It's all the people that I know that have gotten the vaccine, I've heard that that's, like, the first thing it does. It just, like, makes your arm kill, like, a MFR, basically. Yeah, it's uh, – I've been I've been working out lately. You know, I'm no. trying to get that, that fitness in me. <laughs> and so I was planning on – I have my Monday, thir- or Monday, Wednesday, Friday workout schedule – and you know what? Not happening because my arm hurts. I'm going to introduce Joel next to comment on that. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, what? Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> you should do the workout schedule that I used to do that I felt worked best was Monday, Tuesday, and then, then a rest Wednesdays, day. Thursdays, Fridays. I have, a, I have a plan on my I, – I downloaded this phone app, and I have this plan. It shows me my workout and everything. Hmm. Um, have you guys ever, Ryan, you may have, I don't know about you, Cam, but you guys know like SB Nation um, yeah, and they do all course. their videos or whatever. Well, they're not, you, what are they called? They're, they're called, called uh, Secret now. Base. That's it, yeah. Secret Base. Uh, John Boyce, freaking phenomenal. Sorry. Uh, John <laughs> Boyce is phenomenal on there. His stuff's incredible. Well, he does. He did John, one. Is, is John Boyce the one that did the Mariners documentary? Was that him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Um, so he did one called uh, The Dumbest Boy Alive or something like that. And it was on this like weightlifting forum where these guys were talking about if it was possible or how many workouts you get in a week if you work out every other day. And I'm just going to leave it at that. You guys need to watch that video because it just goes completely downhill. And these people are going off at each other. And like there's one point where a guy like writes like you are the this is all taking place on a forum on like a weightlifting forum. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, you are the dumbest boy alive. And it's one of my favorite of John Boyce's videos. So definitely go check that out because it's hilarious. They do, well, they do great stuff. Oh, so. they're great work. I actually still haven't even watched that that Mariners doc. I was a big fan of Chart Party and um, uh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, but then yeah. they started doing like Dorktown and I wasn't as big of a fan of Dorktown. They did the ones with um. What was it? They have like the rivalry one is really good. Yeah. They do the, the different rivalries. And now they have the uh like the one where like it's the teams that hit a high and then never won a championship mm-hmm. and then fell apart. Um or did win a championship and then fell apart. Those ones are really good too. Yeah. But that Mariners doc, I was I was always excited. I think it was every Friday when they came out. It was like six parts or whatever, and every Friday it would come out and then like the last one was like an hour and a half and it was just like it's basically a movie. I'm in, let's do it. Yeah. A buddy of um, mine, he's he's also big into John Boyce's stuff and he t- he watched the Mariners thing. He told me no, it's great. It's fantastic. Wow. I I rated it on my letterbox. It was that good. <laughs> so cool. This is great stuff. <laughs> okay. Y'all were talking about we were talking about me. 
Yeah, I mean, this should goes to show how much we believe you were. How much you out. don't care about me. That's oh, not okay. True. That's true. Oh, that's you even true. ask why I'm working out. Why are you working out, Cameron? Who's uh, what's her name? Um, her name is Michelle. And what? Nothing. I just we're listening. You said you wanted to talk. We're listening. She is the um, season eighteen star of The Bachelorette. Oh, um, I know why you're working out. I because I have applied to be on The Bachelorette. Have you actually? Yeah, he sent me the he sent me a snap of the application, and he was uh, like, I, hey. "I delete I deleted my Snapchat." Oh, did you? I deleted him. Yeah, off I of did. Snapchat. I deleted my Snapchat. Hey, I deleted mine too. Actually, I've just added more social medias. Why did you delete your Snapchat? I don't really want to use it anymore. I don't send. I never. You guys know. I never send any. So I just like it's just. Some of my friends only wanted to communicate through Snapchat. The and you're conversation like, hell no. It's like, I'm tired of this shit. He's <laughs> like, oh, I don't like this. these friends anyway. Dude. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> Just but there like, you go. Yeah, I, I don't need all the social media apps on my Makes phone. Sense. I got enough of them. So that's why I'm working out. I need to get fit. I, uh, I'm i going to lose. I've already started my eating habits. I'm working, like I said, three times a week. I've already lost. Uh, I've already lost four pounds. Are so. you sure losing weight is what you need to do? I feel like you just need to redistribute. Yeah, I, I need to get rid of my just- belly. Yeah, well, I don't okay. know. I've, you just have to put muscle on. My, see, my arms, my arms are already, like fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> my right arm is more toned, but you know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. They blend in with that white wall. You okay. Have in the <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oof. But it's because so, he hasn't been in a car in what? Four or <laughs> yeah, I actually, exactly. I was in a car today. I I actually drove to my. It, I was gonna say, did it move? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just one of the ones you put a quarter in, but it didn't work. We have one of those outside my house. We got it installed. I used my $1,400 from uh, Biden to get one of those installed. <laughs> Don't give people hope that those are people are getting that already. It has I already got my, mine. Mine Did comes you really? in on Thursday. I yeah, already got I have... mine. Mine came in. That was fast. I'm, I should look at that. That money is in say. my pocket. Yeah, mine and when I mean in my pocket, I mean oh, I bought right. $1,400 worth of stock with it. Of Simply Lemonade product. Yes, I have stock in Simply Lemonade. No, Coca-Cola. not stock. No, not stock. You just bought the product. Yeah, like fourteen hundred dollars worth of Simply Lemonade products. That's right. I know like people you, get. Oh, go, go ahead. No, I got nothing. You go for it. I was gonna say I know people get over meme formats really quick, but I love the the uh, the check the fourteen hundred dollar check memes that are going around right now. Or it's yep. like like I can't think of an example of one, but they're, they've been pretty funny. Oh, like one was like pulling up to mcdonald's after i get my my stimulus it's like can i get a mcflurry the ice cream machine's broken how much it costs to fix it <laughs> <laughs> there's not uh, enough money in the world to fix the mcflurry machines those things have been broken since like 1997 i know the one i was thinking of it was like me going up to wing stop how many wings would you like just keep going till i say stop <laughs> That's one way to spend your stimulus check money. You could spend it going back to the movies too, if you wanted to. Not that the theaters. Hey! Oh my god! Yes. What is there even to see right now? Like the I uh, Sean the Sheep. I'm gonna go see Tenet. Um, is it re-releasing? Yes, it is. At the it's in the IMAX at um at, at AMC Burbank. Oh, can I oh. ask? Can I ask you guys something? Are, yeah. Are, it's theater related, but not in the U.S. 
Do you guys also think it's BS that Avatar took back over as the highest grossing film? Great question. Uh, I, can I? <laughs> no. Can I, I? I was gonna say I was gonna say no because Endgame re-released. That's just what I was gonna say. Avatar. Endgame re-released too. Oh, yeah. did so, they? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. And all, but it happened like months ago, like before the pandemic. They so, were like, we're um, releasing with five more minutes that. of content. Yeah. Oh, and the five, yeah. The five minutes of con- the five minutes of content was just like a stinger at the beginning. Like, thank you all so much for seeing the movie yeah. again. Like, and they gave him a poster, and it was just like. That's then they pass it, but also it doesn't matter because Disney owns both franchises. No, so yeah, who cares? but it's just annoying. They're just gonna keep re-releasing each film until one surpasses the other, and just keep re-release more money. Titanic. Damn it! Well, they can't do that. Jimmy Cameron's not gonna do that. Um, He's like, no, I, I added I, extra scenes. Yeah, like I, I don't think it. I think if Endgame had beaten it straight up in its original run, and then they did that, maybe be like, well, okay, like what's the point here? What are we doing? But because Endgame re-released just to be- beat them, I think it's totally yeah, fine. yeah, they're shady. They and I thought Ava- I thought Avatar was going to re-release before the second one eventually comes out anyway, so they just got ahead probably of it yeah. Now. Um, well, yeah, because people are going to need a refresher because <laughs> nobody's nobody knows what happens anymore. They well, had I was sex looking with their hair. Did you- okay well it's some of us do too um anyhow uh so what i was gonna say is that if you go to amc online and you, you should see how they're My doing favorite website <laughs> you should do see how they're doing the seats right so i was doing i, I checked it out so if you buy a seat okay one it's good, seat it's a good start they take <laughs> they take the two seats next to you and then the three seats in front of you and the three seats behind you. And those are the seats that you can no longer use. Really? Yes. Yeah, that's what they did for me when I when I went and saw Tenet both times. One was at uh, one was at a rating cinemas, I think. And then the okay, other one yeah. was at a um, an AMC. Or yeah. no, it was a Regal. So for one person to go, they take up a total of nine seats. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's not right. You said three, three, two, and two three no no no. three three it's technically three 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 because they're in the middle you said it was the two on the left and the two on the right right well one on the left one on the right oh one yeah oh okay you said two so it's like a it's like a a cube essentially if they're in the middle everything that surrounds them no one can be in yeah wait um but they but then so it'll be one seat and then the next seat over somebody can get it well if you buy tickets together you can no, sit in the seat. No, I, I meant like a, like because you said it's only like your seat and then the one next to you on each side is off, right? Yeah. So see. that means somebody could come in and buy that seat at, next to you with the one seat in the middle free. Is that what you're saying? Yes. That doesn't seem very safe. When I went, it was two seats. Are you sure it wasn't two? Yeah, I'm two. positive. I one, actually, it, it I may have like even that. been three seats. Well, back then I could have seen that for sure. But now that they're finally opening again, uh, just in particular out here in L.A. County, now that they're finally opening, they're going to try and get as many people in as they can. If I walked into the theater and saw that, like, they were, hey, we're only, what is it, like 30% capacity or something they're doing right now? And I walked in and somebody sat one seat away from me, I'd be upset. I'd probably leave. Um, Yeah, I, I think at least until, at least before I get the vaccine, if I saw that, I probably wouldn't stay. Just pick those like weird show times. It's crazy. Everything it's like ten fifty five. Well, here yeah. I'm checking right now, and pretty much everything is sold out at the Burbank. Oh yeah, they sold out all right away. As soon as people knew that they were opening, the listings for their Monday show times came up on like Thursday of last week, and it was also even Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four sold out. So, oh yeah, um, I can go see that. 
Uh, you guys, crazy. I, I need you guys to see that movie. So a list, baby. It. Yeah. Um, and the good There's thing only with a- one AMC near me where I'm at right now, yeah. and it's like a it's like a small one. The good so thing about like the good thing about a list is that you don't have to activate it if you're not ready to go yet. Like Perfect. people like myself, so I can just chill. I can wait until uh, May when Black Widow comes out. Speaking of Marvel releasing films, back in 2014, they released a little film titled Guardians of the Galaxy. And that is our movie we're going to talk about today. But before we go too deep into it, Joel, what do you have for us this week? Simple question. Star-Lord, right? What would your astro hero-ish name be? It could be anything, but it needs to be space-related. This is a shitty question. <laughs> no, it's a fun question because you have to think. Cameron, you're going yeah. first. It's yeah. a shitty question. <laughs> it just comes right out with um, uh, Starboy. There you go. Nope. Nope. You're I'm not a, the I'm weekend. A, I'm Pick a star something boy. else. <laughs> um, moon Boy. There you go. That seems very you, actually. Like, I believe it. Like boy? Marvel's Moon Boy. He's just like the evil version of The first of emotional boy. superhero. Emotional? Why yeah, am I like, emotional? You're just like I'm... really like, like every, every day. Everyone's like, Moon Boy, how are you doing? I'm okay. I come and go with the tide. <laughs> I feel, like just say, I feel like just saying I'm okay is the opposite of being emotional. You're just like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Just leave me alone. It's like, that like, like how are you doing? And they give him like a five-page essay on how my day was. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll more like, accurate. Man. I okay, had it so pre- I woke up. Pre-written. The blanket had accidentally fallen off of my bed. And my that's hand, the worst. when I went to pull it down, a bee stung me. Why was there a bee in my room? Well, that's funny you ask. I actually live in a beehive. You need mm. the blanket to cover you, otherwise the monsters can get you. Everybody yeah, that's knows right. that's how that works. Keep your feet so. under the blanket. Always. Always. You have to do that. Do you that. sleep with socks on? No. no. Oh, God, no. What the hell? <laughs> Who does that? Do you, you do, do that? don't you, Cam? No, I don't. Yes, you do. I bet you I do. don't. I had this conversation with someone once, and it said, I said, do you ever sleep with your socks on? And they said, yeah, sometimes. That's weird. I don't like so that. Yeah. I don't like well, that. Well, sleep with your socks it, on? Yeah, sometimes. It's like, yeah, if I pass out, yeah, it's like that's that's what he actually said. But why would you have socks on the bed? Huh? What do you mean? You don't you don't have socks on the bed. What? No, don't wear you... your socks on the bed. No. Why? Why would you have socks on the bed in general? Like, why you would you? Talking? I mean, if uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, this is a weird. The way your you're wording this before you is go weird. on on the bed. No, no, okay, no, no. If I'm yes. sleeping, yeah, okay. I'm gonna take them Here's off. But like, the if thing. I just if I just come home, Joel, right? no, I'm not letting you finish the sentence. Let Joel, me get my point when you're walking if around I come the house, home when you're walking around the house, and, I'm just and to let's chill, say your feet I'm gonna, are like, touching I'm just gonna the lay ground, down on the bed and for you a have little socks bit. on the I'm ground, just get on the okay? bed, and, and I'm <laughs> going to keep my socks on. I don't care. I don't care if my bed gets dirty. That is disgusting. No, it's not, Ryan. If you're, I oh man, I'm exhausted. I've got about 20 minutes. Take a quick power nap. Are you gonna take your socks off before you take a nap in your bed? Um, you're not getting under the you're not getting under the blankets, you're laying on top. Yeah, I think I would still. Oh my god. There you go, Joel. You guys are you unbelievable. Gross boy. That's just, that's Joel's. Everybody name. everybody in the comments of anything, just DM us. I don't care. If you're taking you, a quick nap, are you really gonna take your socks off? I wanna get as much nap time as I can. I'm not gonna waste the five seconds it takes to take my socks off and lay put, on the bed. We'll put that on our Instagram story and see what people say. Do you take your socks off if you're just <laughs> getting on your bed for thirty we'll, seconds? We'll post it to, we'll post it on recording day and nobody will have any idea why we're why we're asking them that. And then I'm trying to picture like Cameron's like, Oh, I gotta take my Tinder photos and so he like, let me take my socks off really quick before I get 
get on my bed. Why don't you just post it right now while we're the, recording you know while what? I answer your okay, question? I'll do that. I'll do that. I'm gonna put Are it on our Are you suggesting right I put <laughs> feet pics on Tinder? Because no. those only go on OnlyFans. You did tell us on like episode three that you have an OnlyFans. You did. You, you did mention that. There you go. Um, if he's on, still do if he's still doing the podcast with us and clearly it's not check that out successful. at moonboy 69 hold on stand by really quick everyone be quiet hey everybody this is joel we're in the middle of recording right now um here's the boys everyone wave really quick because i'm doing Yo, a video for this. that's me okay. oh shit so we're discussing crap. right now you'll hear this on the episode if you're gonna like lay in your bed for let's say 20 minutes for a quick nap do you feel it's necessary to take your socks off I don't sleep with my socks on. They agreed that they don't sleep with their socks on. But I think it's totally reasonable to take a nap with your socks on, right? So DM us, respond to this. I don't know. Is it weird? Because they're saying I'm weird. Cool. We can continue the <laughs> yeah. episode. This is a great bit. Well, this is staying in. So <laughs> Oh, this is absolutely staying in. <laughs> yeah, we won't cut this. Um, I have to answer your question still, right? Yeah, you too have to. I, and now I don't even remember what my name would be because I'm <laughs> upset about my socks. It was gross, uh, boy. Socks boy, because you're boy. in because you sleep with your socks on for a nap. <laughs> it's a nap. That's um, still sleeping. God, not oh, REM. That's a whole nother debate. If napping is technically sleeping, it's, it's actually like, International Nap Day or something like that too. What perfect timing! I didn't even always, plan this. Every day has some stupid holiday. Hey, to if it. if every day they're like today's Taco Day, today's Burrito Day, tomorrow. What was it like? like was like International Women's Day, and I saw somebody tweet like, eh, "Today's like National Pancake Day too." It's like, <laughs> don't share that with International Women's Day. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on, guys. Um, I like so pancakes. Many, I mean, well, go to IHOP or somewhere. I don't care. Um, What's my name going to be? I like be? women, too. Okay. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, I'm going to – I can't – this is a hard – You have an hard. easy answer. Do I? Right yeah, guy you should be, you should in be, the sky. You should be Orion. That's actually really good. Yeah. I, I like mine more. I'm going to be uh, honest with you. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, I'm just going to go with Orion. Right guy in sense. the sky. I think Orion was a new god in DC Comics, but – but the fact that I have to say with a question mark and knowing the fact that you two definitely don't know if that's true or not, I feel like I can steal that and get away with it. Um, he kind of sucks in DC Comics anyway, oh, too. Is he? So What's I can his just... name? Orion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. He's dumb. So I can take it and be a better version of him. I think he like rides around. My my buddies who read comics are gonna make fun of me if I get this wrong, but I think he just like rides around and like like a. It's almost like a Segway, but there's no wheels on it because it floats in the air. So it's just like it looks Damn. so dumb. So it's a hoverboard uh, from Back to the Future. It, it, not e- no, it's not even that cool because like it also has like like the post or whatever like for like the handlebars for the Segway. So it looks oh, really I'm looking dumb. at this and this looks ridiculous. Yeah, you you saw it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's like if you took Iron Man's suit, but all the cool stuff was like on the outside instead of in a suit. Well, what's your answer? Um, mine would be tapping into my Mexican roots and I would be Luna dash tick and I'd be like crazy. Mm. So I'd be Luna tick, not well, tick like T I C K. Like I'm a like moon bug or something. Um, just Luna and then t- dash T I C. What would your Filipino relatives say about that? Uh, they would say, uh, I plead the fifth actually. Let's move on. You All just right. have to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to move on into this week's actual topic and we're going to discuss Guardians of the Galaxy. Before we get started, we're going to do our brief synopsis of the film to get you all ready to go on what this film's truly about. There is a mystical orb that holds absolute power in the galaxy, and the villainous Ronin is tasked with retrieving it for the tyrant Thanos. He is not the only one, however, 
as a group of misfits are forced to come together in order to stop them. Who are these a-holes? They are the Guardians of the Galaxy. So Guardians of the Galaxy, many of you have known that on our social media is, what was it, about 10 days ago or something like that? Maybe it two weeks? It was a little while ago, yeah. yeah. It was about two weeks ago. We yeah, put up a poll. That. We put up a poll on our Instagram trying to let our audience pick the movie we're going to do for an episode, and this happened to be our fan-voted episode. Guardians of the Galaxy beat out Sorry to Bother You and Now You See Me. It was narrowly beat out Sorry to Bother You. Narrowly. It was very close. I think it was like three or four votes away. So very close, but Guardians of the Galaxy won out. Now, Guardians of the Galaxy, many of you may be wondering, why would this movie be on this show? They typically talk about movies that are unsuccessful. Well, one of us on the show has the opinion that this movie is bad. And he was too afraid to pick it as a movie for the show, so I picked it for the poll and hoping it would win so we could generate some conversation about Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, Joel, why do you hate Guardians of the Galaxy? How dare you? Know. How dare you? Oh, in you the like in oh, the words like of it. that one guy from Lincoln that Lee Pace played? How you see how I did that? Yeah. How dare you? I love that movie. Anyway, oh, you're not going to actually respond? To that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, I don't hate Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Wait, if it's not you, is it me? Do I hate it? I think you hate it. Uh, I think it. I think it's me. Um. I remember. Yeah. I rem- see. I remember Guardians when I of the Galaxy s- is a great movie. I remember when I saw Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time with some of my friends. Yeah. Uh, on a ca- movie came out on August first, twenty fourteen. I think I saw it that opening weekend. I'm almost positive. Mm. Um, and it did come out in August. It did August first, in fact. Yep. According I, to, according to my sources, I saw it on August or rather <laughs> July thirty first. I saw it early. So I worked in a movie theater, and it just so happened to be the same day uh, my first ever girlfriend broke up with me, and so I saw it later that night. <laughs> oh, we're gonna start. We're gonna so start peeling more. the onion and, here. And, and, she, so and she also worked at the movie theater. So after we had broken up, and she had broken up with me over a text message, you guys uh, watched it together. <laughs> we went, and I had to sit in the same theater as her while the movie was playing, and I was sad about my first ever breakup. So. This is going to be like made her a mixtape. It works out pretty well. Making I do tapes. actually make most of my girlfriends not mixtapes, but actually that's Fla- not true. Floppy. I do make mixtapes. I make playlists now, but actually I, I used to actually I used to make physical discs for them. So that is something I did do. Yeah. What's a song that you would always put on the mixtape? You would oh, I, I just put songs that like we had memories to, you know. Oh, okay, that's like fun. Uh, when I went to like when I went away to college. Um, sorry, it's just funny thinking about this because I made, I made a tape for, or like a CD for my girlfriend who I was dating at that time as I moved away. And then like, cause I gave it to her in like the la- the final days that I had, uh, with her. And then I found out after I got to college, she had been, um, well, sleeping with my best, with one of my best friends. So it was kind of Oof. funny because, you know, I made this CD only to find out, you know, the hard stuff happened. <laughs> yeah that's uh, well that's that's fun memory <laughs> that's yeah. lovely um she also worked at the movie theater do you just it's <laughs> everybody working at the movie theater yeah for um, real yeah it doesn't know anyone that doesn't work in the movie theater outside of yeah, the two of us three out of the four people i've dated have worked at the movie theater so the uh, one that you worked at um no just in general oh okay two of them worked at the one i worked at oh okay so uh yeah. well 
when people say they don't have a type, that's clearly not true. <laughs> that's true. You know what? I I didn't put that on the bachelor because the bachelorette uh, application like asks, what's movie your theaters. type? Yeah. I didn't mention movie theater girls. Cam- so. Cameron gets selected into like for one-on-one time. And he's like, so what's your profession? Like, did you ever work at a movie theater when you were younger? And if she She's says no. She's a teacher. She says no, and she walks off the show. <laughs> I walk off the show. Oh, yeah, you walk I off have, the show. I'm yeah. like, it's like, I can't do this. I'm sorry. You're like, you're like <laughs> this the, isn't going to work out. You're like the guy that cussed out the, I don't want to call her like the, the oldest bachelor ever, even though that's how they Claire, like, advertised yeah. her. But there was the one guy just like, you're not setting a good example for my daughters, so I'm leaving. Well, okay, so to be fair, what he was saying had merit and like how he was but like his whole point about like hey you're doing you're making us do this like you know that kind of it's it's his 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 point had merit however he went way too far and he went crazy he did go crazy i've i don't watch the show but i watched that clip it was hilarious yeah no he's like at first i was like you know he's bringing up a good point and then he started getting into like the yeah. he was the like really insults. rude to her and he's yeah. like i would never like you could never be the mother of my child or something like that yeah. i'm like what because you're because you're setting such a good example for your children by going on a uh reality tv dating show trying to find love okay yeah, hold on hold job. on Let's not insult the people who do that. Yeah, I mean it's true. There's such a great success rate with all yeah, the bachelor I, couples. So this is gonna I, be I'm going to stay out of this topic before we <laughs> get really. Let's angry. just move. I am missing the finale tonight to do this podcast. So you, why it's would you a better get, use of your time? Why would you get angry talking about the bachelor? You have to tell I, us. It, I, I mean, mean? I, maybe not angry. I just think it's dumb. Oh. I mean, it I think is dumb, it's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Imagine, imagine the situation that The Bachelor is in just regular life, not game show. You can't. You can't. It's a game show, though. That's ridiculous. You can't imagine it. That's being like, hey, imagine if Disneyland was an amusement park. It was just like a place. I do that literally every time I go there. When I'm walking the boardwalk at California Adventure at Pixar Pier, I'm like, wow, imagine if this was just like connected to a city. This wasn't a theme park. That'd be cool. And it's you can imagine it, that, right? I mean, you pier, can the, imagine the, that. The, the pier is basically the Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. I mean, Francisco, yeah, it's so. like this, in, in, or like New Orleans Square, anything like that. That yeah. that was a terrible uh, connection there, Cameron. Yeah, come on. Okay, be better. well, be better. Well, what was Guardians we of the about? Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I was the one that picked this horrible movie, that's kind of weird because uh, before Avengers: Infinity War came out, I had this as my number one MCU film. So. From when it came out in 2014 to 2018, this was my number one Marvel film. And I'm the biggest Marvel MCU fan of the group. So it'd be weird if I was the one that disliked this movie. So if it wasn't me, Cameron, was it you? Are you the one that dislikes this movie? Yeah, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> oh. Um, so, like, I'm going like, to be very – I don't think I was too vocal in Justice League. Um, I think there was conversation. And, I like – because, like, that's the thing is, like, with Justice League – I honestly. Uh, well, you told us at the end of it that you just you didn't expect anything from it. Yeah, so. I didn't expect anything Ooh. from it, and I expected something from Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm out. sorry. And it like, is a cop out. I agree. I sure you could say that, but like, here's the thing: I have tried to watch Guardians of the Galaxy. I have, I have seen this movie four times, or attempted to see this movie four times. Right? It's not for the lack of trying. The first time I watched it. I was sad. I fell asleep. Okay, that's fine. You know what? I I can't judge the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I can't judge the movie based off of falling asleep. I went I went back to the theater and watched it again with my friend. 
I fell asleep again. And that wasn't because I was tired. That was just because the movie was boring. And I thought, okay, surely everyone likes this movie. I can't, like, there has to be something wrong with me. And so I went and I watched it the third time. And I got a 48-ounce thing of Mountain Dew. That way I could not fall asleep. And I sat and I watched the entire thing. And it was, I was just like, I don't understand why people are so excited about this movie. I'm sorry. It is not any different from the previous Marvel movie. Like, so like, like, okay, it has good characters. It has characters that are interesting. It has characters that are a little bit, you know, different and they can be funny. I'm not like, I like, I'll, you know, of course I'll say I laughed during Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that there were funny parts of Guardians of the Galaxy. There are terrible movies that I think are funny. I think, uh, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those movies. Um, you know, I, I, I will say Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is not nearly as atrocious as the second one. Uh, the second one is absolutely terrible. And talk about, at, like, we talk about wanting a refund hypothetically. I legitimately wanted a refund after seeing the second one. I almost walked out of the second one. Um, as you can tell, I hate I, this movie. I The third time I watched it, I oh, I just said that. That's how, I can't remember. The fourth time I watched it was a couple days ago. And... I'm just so this movie is so boring. Holy crap. This movie is boring. It is not good. Um the ending like I it's just it's 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 not a good movie. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I think you no. are right. I think you are crazy. That's our episode, um, folks. Thank you for tuning in this week. <laughs> uh, well, we have a lot to dissect with that. Joel, why don't you go first? Because I'm I'm gonna need some time. So why um, don't you go first? Am I replying to camera or giving my own thoughts? You could do both. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say in reply to Cameron. This I, this is gonna be my cop out. Uh, everyone sees stuff differently. So, um, that being said, Cameron, you're wrong. Um, this movie, I, I don't know. I don't think it's boring. I I, I really enjoy it yeah, when it bo- came bo- out. Boring is the wrong way to yeah, describe it. I can I can see you maybe using other words. I can't see boring. Um, I, I was I, really it's excited. Laborious. It is I, laborious. I think. Okay. Um, when Guardians came out, I was stoked. So before it came out, they over where they do Captain EO at Disneyland. They use it as like a preview space now, and it's like kind of a sad use of that area. Yeah. Um. But they were previewing Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was the entire opening sequence up until when he flies off, or like you know, jetpacks himself out backwards through the like the whole the, the whole scene on the whole scene on Morag. Yeah, up and yeah. but until he he never gets to his ship. At least I don't remember if he does. Mm. Um, but I had to have gone into the theater and seen that maybe thirty times. Um, there was that was during the time where I was going to Disney on like almost five days a week at, at sometimes, you know. So I'd go and I would the good walk life. In. Yeah, and I'd just be like, oh, I've got a couple hours before my friends get here. Let me watch the Guardians preview twelve times in a row, especially because like the the pre-show was like the score from when something else happens in the movie later on. Mm. And I love that scene and the music. Um, but no, when it came out, I'm pretty sure I saw it opening weekend. I don't know. I have to check my ticket stubs. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, not to say that I was like a huge fan of them. Like, hey let's throw a bunch of swear words in here and kind of be edgy. Like that was like, it was fine. I think where they placed them or whatever, it was like fine. And it, it didn't like mm-hmm. change my opinions of it, but I just liked it. it. It did feel a bit different to me. It felt different than the other Marvel movies and not necessarily in the sense of the format or the formulas, like everyone likes to say, but like these characters were all kind of different and unique in a way that offered some fun banter and just kind of, 
different perspectives on things a little bit and all of them having different motives, but still trying at the end of the day, like, you know what, well, if we're going to get this done and we're all going to get what we want out of this, we have to team up, you know, which again, I get this happens in other Marvel films. I'm not saying this is the only one that does that, but I don't know. I enjoy it. And like Cameron said, for me, a big part of it is the characters. I think all of our core, what is it? Five, six? Six five. Right? The five, five, five team, five team members. The, yeah, the, the five main though. members of the Guardians are. I think they're all really fun characters, and they all yeah. bring something to the table. Cameron, would you like to retort, or can I? Can I go? I mean, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, regarding the opening scene, like, don't get me wrong. There are like there are enjoyable parts of this movie. I do like the opening scene, even while while during the rewatch, the opening scene happened, and I was like, oh, you know. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I just in my mind was wrong about how I felt about this movie because it started and I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is cool. I forgot, you know, it it was it started like this, you know, the little um, Joe, you know, where he's like, I'm Star Lord. And he's like, who? And, you know, that little, you know, I like I think like that's cool. And like the, I like I, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be wrong about this. And then the rest of the movie happens. And I I I just I wasn't wrong about how I felt about it, you know, Um there are fun parts of the movie. There are parts that I like. Um, but as a whole, I just like, I, and when I say parts, I mean like, li- like little, like five minute scenes out of, you know, a two hour movie. And that's not enough for me to walk out being like, Oh yeah, that was a good movie. I enjoyed that. That, you know, it's enough for me to walk out and be annoyed that I wasted two hours to watch 15 minutes that I liked. So why do you think then that, almost everyone that sees this movie disagrees with you. It has a 92% critic and, and audience score. Like what, why are all, how are all those people I, wrong? I don't, I don't know. You know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I walked out, you, like I said, I fell asleep the first time. Uh, and I walked out and everyone loved it, which is why I was like, Oh, okay. Like I thought it was boring while, while watching it, which is part of the reason why I fell asleep, but everyone loved it. So I brought, I missed something. The part I slept, I, I, that means I missed something. So I went back and watched it again. Uh, and you know, eventually, like, like I said, I, I don't, I personally don't know how people don't find this movie boring like that's just. Like, it's not. Don't funny. say. Don't just say people. It's almost everyone. Well, almost. I mean, there everyone. are bad reviews of this movie. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, said almost that, everyone. Yeah, but I mean, you have to think of the. Yeah, I'm sure you could find bad reviews by any movie. You know what I mean? It's like what? What There's is? There's no it, bad uh, reviews about La La Land. Hey. That's that's I, not true. I, that that's not, not true, true at, all. at all. That's a total lie. I'm go Do we really want to go there right now. I'm talking about like actual critics who know what they're talking about. Okay, see that's just a no, you're just see, that's just an objective opinion. Like you're not actually stating anything. La La Land has a lower Rotten Tomatoes score on on uh, critic and audience than Guardians of the Galaxy. So. Okay, but Ryan, we've already gone over this. Rotten Tomatoes is dumb. He just said Metacritic, didn't you, Ryan? No, no I said arts. No, but, um, well, we use it. For La La, our La show, Land so has a it. yeah. Well, that's that's not my choice. I was against that decision. We um, left that up to a group discussion. So yep. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy has a seventy-six on Metacritic, while La La Land has a ninety-three. 94. There is it ninety-four. Ninety-four. Oh, why, so is, why is your rating? Different. Why is your rating system better than the rating system that I'm using? Because 
because it's just I just the need way to know run. why. I just want to know why. It's because Quick the way anecdote, that I don't like any rating system. So it's the I way that Rotten Tomatoes suck. to work works, right? If so, Rotten Tomatoes, if you get a six out of ten, they only count it as a yes. There's only there's a it's a yes or a no from them. Their idea is should I see this movie? Should I not see this movie? If you give a movie a six out of ten on Rotten Tomatoes, it gives it a thumbs up. That means it's a fresh. Okay. If you give it a six out of ten on Metacritic, it gives it sixty out of a hundred. Okay. So if a movie is so mediocre, it gets 6 out of 10. 100 reviews are 6 out of 10. It has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you have 100 reviews that are 6 out of 10 on Metacritic, it's a 60. So right? nine, so 92 out of 100 people said people should go see it, and you disagree with them. Uh, and I disagree, yeah. But why? You haven't said why. You just said it was boring. That's not really any – that's not analysis. It's just be. It's just like you fell asleep. Why do you think it's bad? Okay, because you said you like the characters. The characters are the most important part of the movie. Okay, but, but you also, but you also hate that they took from Marvel, where it's like, hey, we're teaming everybody up, just like we're doing all the other movies, I didn't, which, they've only, I didn't which, say they've, that part. which they've only done. They've only done. They've only taken from the Marvel elements of this just with a team up. That's the only thing that they take from the other movies because this is the only movie that takes place entirely in space as well. It's a whole new genre that they're going into. So the fact that you think that they're pulling from these other movies, I disagree with you. I don't think they're doing that at all. And that's why this one works as well as it does because they took a bunch of characters that nobody had ever heard of, turn it into a multi multi-million dollar film. So I just, I don't understand where you're coming from, where you say that it's boring, and then you say that they're taking just from other Marvel films. I don't. It's agree. because, uh, as a whole, the Guardians of the Galaxy themselves are not interesting enough to carry on. That's not a whole true. Film. That's not. But true. See, yeah, I completely disagree. Okay, why? And that why is do you say and that, that is okay for me. Okay, this is this is my opinion. The Guardians of the Galaxy shine in their moments in Infinity War and Endgame. In the in the, those. I I think that the characters are excellent in those movies. Their parts of Infinity War and Endgame are some of my favorite parts of those movies. Right when Drax is just standing there and he's like, "You can't see me," because like I think that the characters are better and more interesting in those movies Hold than on, they wait. are in their so movies. You said that part with Drax is like one of your favorite parts mm-hmm. of Infinity War. Yeah. That's like all the Guardians movie is is stupid like humor like that. But especially that's exactly, especially in, but especially that is, in the second one. But that is exactly it. That's exactly it. It's a little snippet. Okay? The Guardians of the Galaxy, the second movie, was entirely filled with those terrible we're terrible not, we're jokes. We're not we're not so here we're not to disagree with you yeah, with yeah. the second one. The second one has its issues. It really does. That's fair. But we're here to talk about the first one. Okay, well the first one is filled with jokes that are just that try too hard as well. And that's what I'm saying. I like them in small snippets. I think that they're excellent characters in small snippets. Why is it okay for, why is it okay for Tony Stark to make a bunch of jokes in his movie, but the guardians can't do it. It's there in what movie? In Iron Man. Any movie. In the original Iron Iron Man's and all he does is make jokes. No, the original Iron Man is not a joke a minute. It is not. It is, it is more serious. And the thing is, is that Tony Stark's it like, it's not this constant bombardment from multiple characters. It's Tony Stark. So one guy making a bunch of quips is okay, but a team of five going back no, and forth but with like banter it's not, is not but okay. But like it's not even like you. I comparing the Guardians of the Galaxy's com- comedy to Iron Man is in my they, they don't match up. I I think you could compare Guardians of the Galaxy to like Avengers: Age of Ultron. With like you're just you're just jokes. saying that because it's another movie that you don't like. That's no, a Marvel no. Movie. I'm saying that specifically because of the no, use no. of jokes in the movie. I would agree with Cameron. I don't think they're comparable here. 
I'm more relating to the individual character as a part as opposed to the film as a whole. But like you saying that, oh, all these characters are doing the whole movie is just making quips at one another and it's just back and forth like dumb little banter. Like that's literally what Tony does. And not the I'm going back to Iron Man, the first one, which we all agree is easily one of the best Marvel films. It's great. It, it's it's not like he's making quips every minute, but that's a huge part of his personality, his character is him making jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, even when he's captured in the cave, he's making you know, jokes. He's, he's, yeah, he's joking jokes with, with his captors, time. you know, and it's like, it, okay, that's his character. It, it, but like, that's the thing is that is his character. It feels more. I don't want to say it feels more natural, but it does, it's not as bothersome because it is not coming every from every which direction, right? You don't see. Like, it isn't, there aren't 50 characters or even, you know, five characters in Iron Man that are making a ton of jokes, right? There is Tony Stark. He is the one who's, you know, kind of making, you know, these jokes. And there's not even that many. He's a smartass, right? That's his character, right? There are every joke. And, like, you know, um, it became even worse in the second one. Like you said, we're not talking about the second one. Um, But every joke in, like, every character is seemingly making jokes in Guardians of the Galaxy, all the five main characters, and that is just no, that's too not much. true. That's not true. Yeah, I they're disagree. not all making jokes. Gamora, Gamora doesn't make yeah, jokes. Yeah, Groot doesn't even talk. Like Groot has twelve lines in the whole movie. He's not making jokes. Okay, but I Drax I, Drax isn't nearly as of much of a jokey character as he is for the rest of the franchises that he's in. This one, he's the mo- most serious he is in any movie. I just think you're projecting because the two most talkative characters, which are Star Lord and Rocket, are the two characters that are quipping back and forth with each other. It's not the whole cast. It's just not. That's not true. When I say that they're uh, so, I, I guess that's. I don't mean that the characters themselves are making jokes. I mean there are jokes happening with the characters. It is a constant bombardment of char- like joke, 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 joke. Not necessarily coming from characters, but about the characters. I've okay. This is gonna maybe this transitions well or not, but this conversation is kind of bringing this back to my mind. When I was watching this a couple weeks ago, uh, it may have been last week. I asked who's a director that you would like to see direct a superhero film, whenever that was. And Ryan, you thought that mine would have been Edgar Wright. I did. This, I feel, is the closest that we've ever gotten to what an Edgar Wright like superhero film would be like. Obviously, it wasn't him. Yeah. It was James Gunn. But this felt very similar to that sort of vibe. And I know, Cameron, you may not be his biggest fan, but I know you enjoy Edgar Wright's films and that style of comedy, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's fine. So I, I, I don't like know. Baby I like yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like this is very similar along those lines. Definitely more towards his like comedy stuff. Like Baby Driver didn't have as much of the comedy. It's like the Coronado as... trilogy. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. And it just like I don't know. I I feel like this is like you said, very similar to what we would expect to see like a, a, a an Edgar. I almost said a James Wright, an Edgar Wright uh, superhero film to be, and that style of comedy because I to me at least it wasn't all visual. You know there or dialogue. It was a lot of visual comedy as well. Some of it sucked. Some of it wasn't great. But, you know, there was decent visual comedy in here as well. And I don't know. Like, I get what you're saying. And, and I hope – I know it's already going to feel like this. I'm not coming into this like I want to attack Cameron because I'm sure I'm going to agree with you on a handful of points. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know. I just find it very hard to see how you could see this movie as – I know you said maybe boring isn't the right word. Uh, would you say, I do like, think it laborious? is boring, though. I, I don't know. I, just, I, I can't yeah. see that, that being – being the case and and like ryan said again everyone has different opinions and i got to totally get that especially with film but for this to be such a well-liked film across the board and for you to just think no it's it's boring 
it just baffles me. It, it could be if it was something else like, oh, I didn't like the writing or I didn't like this. Like those are things that I feel, again, the way that we look at movies specifically, those are things that we can kind of be like, oh, I really didn't like the cinematography or mm-hmm. I hated the, the mixing on this and it took me out of film. Whatever, writing, I get that. Directorial style, I get that. But to say that the film as a whole was boring when it's so universally liked, it just, it completely throws me. I, I it, it truly, and knowing that you didn't like this, it, it, or it still shocks me because I, of all things that I expected you to say, boring was not the one. I, I, I other people like it. That is fine. They don't find it boring. That is also fine. I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I tease people. I like, I'll, obviously I give Ryan crap about this movie because, you know, because I, I'm right. I, Cause I got to do it because um, you're wrong. It, it, people don't find the movie boring that's fine you know Not people I, I, almost everyone well you know uh okay so most people don't find this movie boring that's no, fine. almost no not most almost everyone well, like, most. almost everyone in the world um I find this movie boring, you know? But you haven't it's, said why. That's what, that's what I was going to say. Okay. And again, Cam, like, I get yeah, it. I'll, like, I'll, I'll I, explain I'm why totally I find it boring. Cool with that, that being your I opinion. don't care if you don't like it. I just want to know why. That's yeah, the, whole, we, reason we, I, that's sorry, the want, whole reason I wanted to do this episode is I want you to tell me why oh, I, you I've think the film is boring. I've explained part of the reasons boring. why I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the comedy aspect of it, how it feels. It feels very much forced. What you were saying, and this goes back to um, what I was saying about Infinity War and Endgame, is a, a James Gunn script it filled with james gunn isms i don't know if that's what you want to call him but 100 i think james that's gunn. fair he's got his style i think yeah, that's totally fair it's it's exhausting for me it is exhausting you know and and that's you know that's just my opinion but see sorry to cut you off but like you saying that and maybe you're getting there but that doesn't translate to boring for me okay you know what i, mean? I, I like, will get to the boring i'll get to the boring part the boring has to do with the plot um but um and so when I so that's what I'm saying. So an entire James Gunn, like I said, there are moments of this movie I think are really great. I think the opening sequence is really great. I think the breakout sequence is really great. Mm-hmm. I think that those two sequences are fun, great sequences. Those are the only two sequences of this movie that I legitimately enjoy. The rest of it, I'm just kind of hmm hawing, you know. Um, why though? Why are those? Why are those? Why is the breakout sequence a sequence that you think is really good, but then you have, like, when they're escaping nowhere in the ships, why is mm-hmm. that sequence boring? Because they're almost identical. They're very similar. See, it, it, it comes down for me, really, to... Um, it, and this is... and this is, Again, this is going to be another reason why I, I, I know I disagree, or a lot of people disagree with me. As Ryan said, most people... Every, 92% of people... Almost the whole disagree planet. ...disagree with me is just in general i i don't like busy visuals i don't like busy visuals they they obviously they have their place in film it's like the for me it's the same thing watching you know watching the escape at you know of nowhere or whatever for me that's about as interesting as watching you know a battle sequence in you know transformers 5 it's just a bunch of stuff that's happening and it's on the screen and it it doesn't you know it doesn't make too much sense to me like i I, i'm just like i'm just like okay like this there's stuff happening wow look at all the colors look at all the stuff that's going on look at all the explosions for me i don't find that entertaining that is just me personally for me right 
I watch I watch Phantom Thread and I am enthralled in that movie that ninety two percent of people would probably find incredibly boring. Yeah, all the guy right? all the guy does is make some fucking dresses. Right? And like and the, eat and, some mushrooms. Yeah, he doesn't and do like, anything else. And like that's the thing, but like like in Phantom Thread and obviously I'm not trying I to I enjoyed compare, Phantom Thread by the way. I'm I not trying to compare it. Phantom it's Thread fun. to, you know, uh Guardians of the Galaxy. But Phantom Thread, I felt legitimate tension in that movie compared to this movie where, you know, they're escaping i'm like okay like okay literally him eating the mushrooms and phantom thread it was i was building up to that point i felt so much more tension than really at any point in guardians of the galaxy and i know that might be crazy to say i know for most people because they 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 watch phantom thread and they're like exactly what ryan said it's a guy who makes fucking dresses and you know he's got this relationship with a you know with a younger woman there's obviously a power imbalance and that like and that's what you know that's something I find very interesting. I don't find five, you know, five space outlaws, um, you know, as you know, trying to get this, you know, infinity I think I would, stone. I, I, I think I would understand more if you just didn't like this genre of film. But I don't. I'm trying to figure out why a film like Infinity War you think is really good because you've told me that. But you think this movie's horrible? Well, I just I've, don't. I I've, don't get it. I've kind of. Ex- I, I did kind of explain. It's. It's really is. So it's the plot. Well, you it, don't think it the plot's the plot, interesting, but it's also the characters. It, it, are saturated in these characters specifically. I don't. I just don't agree. And with you on in that. Endgame, Infinity War, we see a little bit of these characters, and I know James Gunn helped out with those he scenes, did. and yeah. that's why I'm saying. I cannot watch a movie that is filmed entire that is written entirely by James Gunn. He has moments that I enjoy. So when he has those, when there are moments of James Gunn in Infinity War and in Endgame, I can enjoy him a lot more because I don't have to spend the other hour and fifty five minutes watching his movie. I, I'm curious what other, like what other James Gunn films? Yeah. Like, so let's you... transition into into James Gunn with this a little bit because I've got. He's only directed a handful of films, so some of his writing credits we'll touch on here as well. Um, so I've got his directorial debut as Slither, and then followed up with Super in 2010. Then he had Guardians in 2014, then Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in 2017, and he just wrapped production on The Suicide Squad that comes to HBO Max this year. So not a lot to choose from on the directing side. Then if you go to his writing credits, it gets a little more interesting. Um, so he has... Uh, and I'm doing just fil- just uh, feature films here. I he's the, he's a story on the Scooby Doo live action. Let's go. And he did the screenplay. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I said story, story, screenplay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, they're different. I know. I'm sorry. I took it. Well, they list him as story and screenplay yeah. on IMDb. So yell at them, not me. <laughs> um, so he's got credited for story and screenplay for Scooby Doo. He's got screenplay credit for Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder's zombie film. Um, then he's written by for the Scooby-Doo sequel. And then what else do we have here? Um, of other like notable films. Um, the Belko experiment was written by him. I didn't How see that. How dare you skip movie 43? Well, he only had that one. I know he wrote a segment. He only had one segment. Oh, trust me. Movie 43 is going to get its shine one day on this show. Trust me about that. I can't wait. I've always wanted to watch that. Oh, you're going to regret that. <laughs> um, what? but, uh, yeah, so not a ton, there's not a ton of credits. And, like, I know you don't like Super. Like, you've said that outright. You don't like yeah, Super. I haven't seen Super, so I can't I can't go against you with that. And I know horror is not your thing, so have you even seen Slither? No. Yeah, Slither's pretty good, but if horror's your thing, I get that. So if you just look at 
James Gunn's repertoire, I could understand maybe you not thinking he's that good of a director. Is that what you think? Do you no, think I'm looking he's... at his writing credits too, and they're bad. Right, that's what I'm asking you. So you you don't think he's that good? No, I like like no like I'm looking at like you know uh, Slither. Okay, I haven't seen it. Super not good. Lollipop Chainsaw. He did the writing for the video game. That video I haven't played it, but the video game was ridiculously stupid. Movie forty three. There you go. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is the first like known thing that you know other you know. That he, I mean, obviously he did the Scooby Doo movies, but uh, you know, it's not like anyone's looking at those and being like, "Yeah, those are good." That um, first one, the first one was good. How dare you? Yeah, it's enjoyable when I'm yeah. young. Uh, I laugh uh, at it now. I actually watched a video the other day that it was like clips from Scooby Doo or whatever, like that you forgot, and I was like, "This is hilarious." Um, the Belko Experiment. Yeah. Haven't seen it, but I mean, it's you know, it's a battle royale movie, and you know, it's not like that's, uh, you know, very original you just seem very dismissive on james gunn well, because just, i've seen what just he's even, done just not everything i've seen multiple so typically so like if i watch you've seen like, the, you've seen the two guardians movies mm-hmm. super and what was the other one that you saw you saw scooby did you see scooby yeah i've seen both of the, i've seen both scooby doos okay um i mean i haven't seen movie 43 but why would i right yeah, um, of course. You know, we're um, not gonna bl- we're not gonna blame him for movie forty three. There's a lot of people to blame for that one. So, um, you know, and it's like, and like, but like that's the thing. Okay, let's look at the big movies that he's done. I guess you could say Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo two, um, Slither, Super, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Okay, I don't like the second. Like, okay, sure, give him the first Scoob. Give him the first Scooby Doo. Cool. The second Scooby Doo, bad movie. Super, bad movie. Guardians of the I, Galaxy, don't like it. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy two, don't like it. Okay, so one of his. So are, movies, are you? Are, so are you saying that you don't think James Gunn is talented, or that you don't like the stuff that he makes? Oh, what's I mean, the, what's I, your what's your answer? I mean, I don't want to. I I feel like I don't have the right to say if someone is talented or not. That's not up for me to decide. Well, we don't think Gary Wood is talented after we saw After Earth, so. I mean, we could say it in certain yeah, certain but people. But, but that's the thing is people. But that's what I'm saying is that if the collective agrees that someone isn't good at something, then you can agree. Like, okay, so yeah, you want my opinion? No, I don't think James Gunn is very good. I don't think he's a very okay. good writer. I don't think he's a very good like. I think he's probably a better director than writer. Um, you know, if I if I had to choose, um, something, I think you would say he's a better director than writer but um yeah i you know i i'm interested to see what he does with suicide squad i don't know why i don't get it why why are you excited for a movie about a director who you i didn't don't say think excited of? i said i'm interested why are you interested in a film by a person who you don't think is that good i don't understand I mean, I'm interested by in films that by people I don't think are. I'm Why? interested to see what happens. I was interested in the first Suicide Squad and it's David Ayer. I mean, come on. I just, I'm gen- maybe this is just me. I'm just generally not interested in movies done by directors I don't think are very good. If they turn, if they turn around and make something good, maybe I'll get interested in their new stuff. But if you, from what I'm gathering from this conversation, is that I don't see any reason why we, you would, your interest would even be piqued by something that James Gunn is doing. Well, that it's just because I, I. 
you know, I, I, I don't want to, I like movies and I will watch pretty much every, you know, anything. And so if something's coming out, it's not like I'm specifically like, oh, yay, a James Gunn movie. It's, oh, hey, cool. Margot Robbie, John Cena, Pete Davidson, uh, Idris Elba, you know, uh, Pete Davidson. you know, all of these people <laughs> who I'm excited to see, um, you know, in a film does I, and you know, it's inter. I'm interested because the first Suicide Squad was terrible, so I'm interested to see what James Gunn does with it because I really because here because here's the thing. When the whole James Gunn controversy happened at Disney, there were people who were very upset that he got fired. Right? There were people saying, "Oh, he say you know." There were people. No, I'm not going to say you know. Everyone was saying this, but people were saying, "Oh, you know, he saved Marvel. He you know made the best you know Marvel movie like." You know, he, you know, Disney is dumb by doing this. And I was just like, you, y'all are giving him so much credit, like so much credit that he doesn't deserve. See, like, I mean, last week you said, what, what, what was the words you used? You were like, he, he's the, the savior of Marvel or that Marvel's like golden child. It's like their top, like, like their top guy. Or yeah. Like and that. I, 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 again, when all that happened, I, you're right. Like there were a lot From of people the fans backing point him. Of view. But I even from the fans, like I don't I, I have a lot of friends who are big Marvel friends, you know, or big Marvel, Marvel friends. friends, big Marvel people as well. We're all, and, we're all Marvel, yeah, friends. Marvel friends. It's going to be a new Disney Plus series. Um, and I don't think I've ever heard any of them refer to James Gunn as like the best no. director of of, or, of the Marvel series or, or even someone close. You know, I think he'd be like fourth, fifth down the list. He's in the I, like I, I said think, last week. He's in the range with like Taika Waititi and Peyton Reed, directors yeah. that have their characters and their franchises. And when their characters are well, in other movies, they collaborate on them to make sure that those characters are. We'll done see, well. and there you go. Because I don't like Thor Ragnarok either. I like what is Taika Waititi, but I don't like Thor. It's it really does come down to, and this is, and you know what? This is just a personal preference thing. It really does come down to this kind of. Um, I don't want to. I don't know how to phrase it, but like. When move when they take their characters and take their movies and they try to go over the top with their, I mean I could say humor, um you know obviously, you know I'm not watching Marvel movies to watch these super serious films but there is you know this aspect of I don't want to say seriousness because I I feel like that's the wrong word but like when you watch like there the are, first though. you know when you watch like the first generation of Marvel films you know there there is you know, kind of this, you know, there is this intensity and there is this kind of, I don't know, it just grabs me a lot more than when I'm watching a movie like Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok. I feel like that kind of tension and that kind of, um, oh man, my words are failing me tonight. Um, so is your stakes. Opinion. There's, there's, there's things at stake. Yeah. There's... Thank you. Yeah. There's the, yeah, the state, the, like, and not saying that the Guardians of the Galaxy stakes aren't high, like it's this Infinity Stone. It's, it's supposed Infinity to, stone. you know, <laughs> they save an entire planet. <laughs> it just doesn't. It the, the stakes don't feel like real. I don't know if that like. I can understand. I, okay, I can understand what you're saying there because, and maybe this some people would agree that this does feel like the stakes are high, but like the stakes all seem very personal in this. Like Ryan just said right now, like, oh, they can, they saved an entire planet. Like, I, I don't even think about that until the end when Ronan's showing back up over, you know, what, what is it? Uh, Xandar. Yeah, Xandar. Like, I totally forget about everyone else until that moment because everything leading up to that feels so personal. It's like, oh, well, I, I need to kill Ronan because he killed my family. Right. Uh, I need to get that orb back because of, you know, 
what the collector said. I need to get this because of that. You know, everyone has their own reasons in the group, which I think they all have their own motives. Yeah. Right. And I think that feeds into what you're saying, Cameron. I think that kind of diminishes the stakes because it's Mm -hmm. like, it's not this one whole thing that everyone's fighting for. It's like, well, I'm fighting for this for myself and for my reasons, my motives. And it's, it's, it's just like, okay. So like, here's the thing. And like, this is my, like, this is my question for you, Ryan. Perhaps this is like, and and Joel as well. And like, perhaps this is why I, I have an issue with Marvel movies that go for more of a comedic point rather than a serious point is because when you go to watch Superbad, when you went and saw Superbad, did you see Superbad in theaters? Yeah, I did. Okay. Dude, when I saw Superbad for the first time like two months ago. When you saw Superbad in theaters, were you watching it and like, hey, I am super, I super care about this plot. And I like the the tensions are, you know, the tensions are high and I need them to be able to accomplish their goal. Like, was that something that like you were legitimately like, oh, I'm here for like the plot, you know? I mean, I, the plot i was in, enjoying the plot like i think it was funny what the plot was but yeah. i'm not uh-huh. i'm not investing in it like it's like life or death you're not no, investing i'm not doing it, it. no right. I, I i know i said i wasn't invested in it like it was life or death i was invested in it because i was intrigued by what was going to happen mm-hmm. and it, yeah okay so you're not invested in it like if it like it is life or death right no no when not not in super bad no No. yeah i I know because it's a comedy right comedies we we have a different feel and it's not that it's not that it's not that it's just a comedy the plot of that movie is just two two 18 year olds that just want to have sex at a party that's Mm -hmm. the plot of the movie like i'm i can enjoy that and think it's funny i'm not gonna sit here and act like it's schindler's list or anything like that See, like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm jumping the gun here, Cameron, but I feel like the angle that you're going at is when you're going to see something like Guardians, that you're expecting there to be stakes. Because even mm-hmm. though there's comedy elements, it's a superhero film, right? Is that yeah. kind of what you're getting at here? And- but see, <laughs> I feel going into Guardians and the same thing when I went into Ragnarok, I knew going into both of these, these fit into the Marvel Universe, but they are comedies essentially well, maybe not full-blown well but the thing about ragnarok is that was essentially a, i don't want to say a retcon of the character but a completely reworking of the character from the first two films that were a lot more serious uh obviously i'm not and, trying to praise thor the dark world right, because, which, you know, which are the which are the two films where they were so serious that hemsworth didn't even want to do any more thor films but i like thor the so dark much. world more than i liked ragnarok okay Kill you me. might be the you might be the only so, person you know like, and you i on, love yeah. ragnarok ragnarok is up there in maybe my top five if not then for sure top 10 i mean there's what how many of them now that's like half of them like 23 (laughs) um but i i really loved ragnarok but like what i was getting at is with both of these i went into it with the expectation like yeah this is a superhero film but it's gonna be very comedic at the end of the day it still pushed along Mm -hmm. the marvel story we still got the pieces of it pushed it of the thanos story it was the first one it was the first one where thanos really did anything in a movie Mm -hmm. you know it was the first it was the first one that really told us what these infinity stones were it was a very important plot for the overarching mcu timeline i think it did its job for the marvel universe Mm -hmm. while being a comedy and set up the whole cosmic realm Mm -hmm. that they were going to play in going Mm -hmm. forward we're not going to agree on this ever. I I just wanted to understand where you were coming from. I still don't. Yeah. But I, well, I just think I just think coming out the gate with boring just okay. So like I said, I enjoyed the beginning, um, and then it starts off. You know, it it, it starts off oh okay with you know um 
like I, said, I watched this movie two days ago. I can't even remember, you know, what happened because again, I was not invested in the story. I just think it was, you know, kind of lackluster. So there's this Infinity Stone, and they have to get the Infinity Stone, or like he brings it to a seller, and they're like, he's like, oh, Ronin or whatever, and you're like, oh no, and then you have that sequence where they this try to hurt- get this- you, 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 you describing this film is hurting my feelings. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sorry about that. I don't. No, I, no, I, no, 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 I, I. It's just like, oh my god. <laughs> just i know you're doing your best i understand and and so so then they you know they have the little chase sequence which i guess you could say was fun and then um you know i okay so they they end up in that's right they get arrested and they go to prison because of that chase sequence right that little chase thing right the one on xandar yeah yeah. that one yeah um okay and then they're in the the jail and that's that's cool that's fun. They break out of jail and because he reverses the gravity and everywhere, but that's cool. Uh, and then after that, it was just kind of like, can I ask you a really, can I ask you a question that I is have gonna, a plan? Can I ask you a really big question? That's going to take us into the next part of this discussion. Yeah. Do you think the characters in this are developed? Well, I mean, I don't think they're that. Okay. So you have Peter who's developed. I guess just um, just from the beginning of this film to the end of this film. Don't talk about anything else that happened. Oh, we're talking from just for this film, from where they start out in the film to where they are at the at the end. Are these main characters well developed characters? Yeah, I guess you could say that they are different characters from yeah. the end than they are in the beginning. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I think they're well. I also think they're well developed characters. But what but I don't. But see, that's what I said. I said J- James Gunn is good at character work. That no, is the one right. thing I no, said. No, no, I, I, you did say that. I agree. Like, I understand that you said that, and I, I appreciate that you said that because it's true. I think the strongest part of this movie is the characterization. Um, I just find it interesting that in a movie where you think the characters are well done, you think the plot is so exponentially bad that it drags these well-done characters into you thinking the film's not very good. I'm just intrigued by that because I feel like if when I watch a film, the characters are why I'm watching the movie. If mm-hmm. I, I could be the I, greatest, I it could be the greatest plot I've ever heard of on paper. If the characters aren't done well, it's going to lose me. So I'm just trying to find the balance mm-hmm. as to what you're saying here. And you know, and you're, you are entirely right about that. Um, it is impossible to have a good movie. Uh, it's impossible to have a great movie without good characters exactly um it is possible to have a good movie with or you know a good movie with good characters and bad plot you know Um, Uh, i agree and is is a lot easier to make a like good obviously good characters make making make the rest of a film much easier um to make right because they're Mm -hmm. kind of your core yeah. Um, you know, I guess we could talk about it. You know, I mentioned Silver Lang's playbook, obviously. In my was that in my top five? I think it was. Yeah. Um. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Right, so let's there. talk. About, so let's talk about Silver Lang's playbook, right? I guess. What? So <laughs> that is a movie that 100% relies on its characters, right? And they're fantastic. And they're, yeah. they're excellent. They're characters, fantastic, right? Yeah, we agree. What? If you ask someone what the plot of that movie was? Oh yeah, good right? point. Yeah, yeah. They it's just not- it's it's two people with. A minimal. Um, I don't want to call. What do we? What do we call what they? What they have to deal with? Like what? They deal with mental health issues. Yeah, it's yeah, mental yeah. health with with low grade mental health issues. Maybe maybe not low grade. Um, in some, it's portrayed a little bit low grade, except for the scene where he's like yeah. going crazy in the attic. But yeah, yeah. you know he's bipolar and she's yeah, he's got bi- her yeah. issues too. If you ask someone what the plot of that movie is, you can tell there you. is a good chance they have no clue. I know the plot of that movie because I've seen it. 
I've seen it so many times, but like I like I'm telling you, like someone they might remember they did a dance scene, and you'd be like, "What? There's a dance sequence?" Yeah, in that when you because well, you know, like you're the one that told me to watch it like a couple of months ago for the first time, and mm-hmm. I did. So if you asked me to tell you what the plot was, I would basically just say like, um, Bradley Cooper's character meets Jennifer Lawrence's character, and they have to win a dance competition. And there and and see and there and, and there you go right and like it and like that is an example like there you go that's an example where like characters carry the plot almost to the point where the plot doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that, yeah, because you're just fair. you're just watching the characters and you're just enjoying and what you're enjoying watching them exist I mentioned this in the you know in the bit that in the bit that we did Summerlings Playbook is one of the few movies where after I got done I was sad because I I missed the characters. Right, mm-hmm. because you feel legitimate connection with them. Now, how does that you know how does that kind of correspond? Or how does that relate to what because we're talking Bradley about? Co- because Bradley Cooper, because Bradley Cooper, exactly right. Um, his two best characters. You know, how can I say that I like Silver Lang's playbook? And when I say I like the characters, and you know, the plot was almost you know non-existent. non-existent. Uh, and then I say you know, I, I, Guardians of the Galaxy, I like the characters, but the plot was so bad. That you're, that I didn't like the plot, so so I don't like the movie. How can I say those two things at the same time when they're you know, all, you know, almost kind yeah, of yeah. How dare takes. how dare you, sir? How dare you? Know, you? And, and the and, you know the reason is is because Summerling's playbook, the plot doesn't get in way of the characters, or I think in Guardians of the Galaxy, the overplottingness does. I mean, there are you you know we talk about this you know we saw this kind of happening with um. And and again, this is a superhero movie, so I know that it has to do this. But there are so many go here, do this, go here, do this. Um, you know, find the plan. Well, what's our plan? Let's explain the plan. Let's do the plan. Let's do. And you know, it it, it is one of those things where it just the plot. I, I found it boring because it just bogs down the rest of the, like it. It really does bog down the movie, you know. And so yeah, while there are characters that I enjoy. It is the situation where, you know what, maybe, like, the characters are, the, you know, the plot itself interrupts the, you know, what I care about the characters or why I care about the characters. Because it is more focused on plot than the characters themselves. And, and like you said, there is character development. We do see the character development. I wish that we could have seen maybe a little bit more about that. Now I know that it's kind of does seem contradictory because I said, I can't, I can't see a whole movie with James Gunn, a James Gunn script kind of thing. Um, you know, obviously I can't say, Oh, I wish that this movie was written by someone else because it is a James Gunn movie. Um, you know, his script, I'm, you know, we can't, uh, you know, I can't argue that I want to see these characters written by someone else. Uh, although they kind of were in, uh, in, did he write their parts in Infinity War? Or did he just help out with them? I think he was an EP on Infinity okay. War. Okay, let me double check. So, so yeah, maybe I want someone else to write the characters that he helped create. He doesn't have any writing credit on. Okay, Infinity so there War you go. Game, so, so maybe he gives really good direct. Like, it may again, maybe he gives he gives good direction on. You how did say, you did characters. you did say you thought he was a better director than a white. Right? Yeah, he and so maybe that. he gives good direction on how he want his how he wants his characters to act. He just can't actually write them. I just think it's weird, like, I mean, not weird, I just feel the opposite, how you were saying, like, the plot gets in the way of you enjoying these characters, because in a, in kind of agreeing with you, like, I feel like the plot doesn't matter enough to get sta- in the way a, of the characters. It's a, it's yeah, a like you said, plot. it's kind of, you know, ba- basic, you know, superhero, like, uh, you know, here's your mission, go here, do this, then what's they the, send you to the, somewhere else. What's the plot of Avengers? Stop Loki. 
with his mm-hmm. Infinity Stone. The plot in Guardians, stop Ronan with his Infinity Stones. Right. I, it's the same. I, it, it, I agree. Exactly. It feels basic, but I think what makes this, and I don't want to say special, because I, I don't think, as much as I said I enjoy this, I don't think, like, story-wise, it's, it's incredible. But, like, I think what helps this film work is the fact that these characters are so fun. And even though it's such a base-level plot, these characters in these situations is fun to see as opposed to us seeing you know tony stark or or steve rogers in these situations that we've seen them over and over again when this came out these were these new characters that for the most part the average viewer like me i don't read the comics i i did i I read the comics i didn't know who these guys were yeah and it's like you don't know who these characters are so it's very fresh and even if we're going to take this you know just super basic superhero plot to see these fresh characters in these situations that we are used to seeing these other characters in mm-hmm. and them having fun with it, essentially, you know, and, and this banter and even the times where they're angry at each other, you know, and, and whatever it, it's, fun which, is to mo- see. which is most of the movie. Right. They're exactly. I mean, like, I know they were like quote unquote drunk, but like when Drax and rocket are going back and forth or whatever in that little thing, like it's, it's funny to see that stuff, you know? And again, you know, we're not going to get that with, tony and steve getting drunk in a bar or something you know it's because i would love we to have see these, that it's because we have these characters in these situations that we're allowed to have these moments in these scenes i just i think it's um i think we've kind of hit the mark where it comes to our thoughts on the film and things we agree and disagree on we can agree that the characters themselves are interesting they're interesting characters they're enjoyable um I think all of the main five, like uh, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill, Zoe Saldana as Gamora, Dave Bautista as Drax, and then Vin Diesel doing Groot and Bradley Cooper as Rocket, those two just doing the VO for that. I think those five characters work, and I think there's ancillary characters in this as well that are, you know, some of them are pretty standard, like Lee Pace's Ronan. Lee Pace is a great actor. The character of Ronan's not that interesting. Mm-hmm. The same thing with Jamon Hounsou's Korath, and then all of the Nova members, John C. Riley, Glenn Close, they're not that interesting. Um, our friend Peter Senefinowitz from uh, Couples Retreat. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's also characters. I think Michael Rooker's Yondu is a, he's not that fleshed out in this one. He gets a lot more to do in the second one. Um, Karen, same thing with Karen Gillian's Nebula. Like she's not that interesting in this one either, and she gets a lot more to do. Like I think that I just think these five characters, the journey that we go on with where they're at at the beginning of this film to where we are at the end is enough for people to be like, this was a very, very good movie. This was a good time. I don't think, I think when we finally talked about it, I understand where you're coming from, but I, I think that most people would agree that the characterization of this team that came out of nowhere, that are characters that no one had any inclination towards before they saw the movie is enough to, maybe take away some of the faults that are in the script. That's just, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I will mention, I completely forgot to even bring this up. Uh, when you were saying Ronan is the villain, I don't know why I forgot to, but yeah, that's another thing, right? The he's villain boring. is boring, you he know? Boring. And like, and that, and like, that is a huge thing for superhero movies. And this, right? this was a big issue for Marvel up until that oh, point. Cause they either killed yes. all their, if your villain wasn't Loki, nobody cared. And we'll see, and that, and you know, that was a issue. big reason. That was a big reason why, for a long time, I had an issue with Marvel villains. And this is something. Mm-hmm. That, this is why I had an issue with Marvel. And this is something that I, 
Um, if so they, ha- they have they have course corrected recently. Yeah, and this is, and this is why. Um, and anyone who has had conversations with me about Marvel, I don't know how I completely forgot to bring this up. Um, Marvel's biggest issue has always been the villains. Yes, and. Black, what came? Did Black Panther or uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming come out first? It Homecoming was, was Homecoming was first. Homecoming was first. Yeah. yeah. Homecoming was the first one to actually have a villain that was relative. That yeah. was interesting. The yeah. vulture. The vulture's a great villain. Yeah. And then and, he kill, was, and then and Killmonger's a great villain. And hell and Hela's a great villain. They because um, like that's they just the get thing. better. It's like before before you know before that like yeah. every Marvel movie other than you know the first Iron Man was like and even the second iron man right and that's kind of why i enjoyed the second iron man was like all of these villains were like oh i want to destroy the world right the second uh iron man he didn't want to destroy the world he wanted to you know he wanted this bird yeah he went and he wanted to mess with tony stark he went yeah. you know he's like i wanted to you know that's the thing with that that's God's the thing that's lead. that's the thing that the iron man movies do better than any other ones that all of the villains have a like a vendetta against tony stark well, let's not, not talk about iron man 3 because that is but, my least favorite marvel movie, no but, but the villains do have personal reasons for disliking um, tony stark as opposed to like in the captain america movies where red skull and hydra are just like we want to take over the world yeah and like and like and that is another thing right is like vulture was the first time where it's like oh this dude, the like, this guy, just wants to run. He just wants to run his goods through the through New York City and be able to support his family. Yeah, he's, he, he wants, wants to, to be able to give his family a place to live. And the you person know? that the person that made it difficult for him to do it was Tony Stark. Exactly. So. Uh, and you know, and and so like there and there you go. That is yeah. a, a much more relatable villain. Yeah. Oh, than you the have villain, the, longer. Yeah, the right? villains are the villains in the later movies are fantastic. Yeah. Um. um yeah, Killmonger. Like we, Killmonger's, Killmonger's like, great. You watch that movie, you're like, oh, maybe this guy has a point, right? Yeah, like, there's you people know? that are on his side. <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, Thanos is obviously a good, you know, a good yeah. villain. Because, and like that, when we talk about tension and stakes, that is another part of it is like, you know, you just, there there is like this legitimate like worry. What if our heroes won't win? What if, you know, the villain wins? You know, um, and, 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 you know, there's, it gives more gravitas to the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is something that you don't have in Guardians. I completely forgot about the villain. That is another big issue I had yeah, with it. But he's not again, good. I agree but again, that's a, just an issue we, you know, with Marvel. Th- this was Marvel's issue back then. Yes, I agree. It wasn't until, and then it, like in Ultron, it, it hit its peak where it was oh, just absolute like, worst. You, yeah. you took a fantastic comic book villain that everybody was excited for and you butchered it entirely. Um, they don't, they, I, Homecoming comes out in 2017. The only the first good villain that I liked in their films was probably uh, Daniel Bruhl's Zemo in Civil War. That was probably the yeah, first yeah, villain where I was like, I'm in, I'm I'm interested in what this person is doing. Um, yeah. And then and then and then I think Doctor Strange was after that, and his villain sucked. His villain was terrible. Yeah, yeah his was bad. Maz um, Mickelson, I like you, but yeah, great yeah. actor. Uh, that character doesn't matter. Uh, and then after that, they kind of took off, and their villains are good. Um, yeah, do you think Ego in Guardians Two is a better villain than Ronan in this one? Just a quick throwaway, yes or no? Is he? He's Kurt Russell. He, yeah, Kurt Russell. Um, the yeah, movie, I mean, yeah, the movie, the movie, the movie's worse, but he's a better. villain. Yeah, he's a better villain, one hundred percent. Yeah, so even that movie, a movie 100%. that we we don't think is as like you don't think is as good. And I used to really like it. Now that I've thought about it, I I see a lot of issues with it. He's still a good villain, and like Ragnarok, you may not like Ragnarok, but I think Kate Blanchett's Hela is a good villain. I like like that. Is, I like Kurt Russell in, I like his existence in Guardians of the Galaxy too. 
Guardians that of the Galaxy 2, the issue some, yeah. was not the villain. The issue no. was everything else. Yeah, this the script and what they did with some of the characters in Guardians 2. God, is they, Drax problem. was just, yeah, they, yeah. oh my oh, yeah. god. I'm 100% with you on that, yeah. Um, if we ever touch on Guardians 2 uh, on this show, we will I don't want to. You guys are making me watch, spend six hours of my life watching Justice League. I'm not spending another. <laughs> it's only four hours. Well, two, well, two they, hours for the original. Yeah, but if it makes you feel better, 30 minutes of the Justice, the Justice League is r- still in the regular one. So really, it's only five and a half hours. You're just not watching some of it again. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still wasting those 30 minutes. Um, Joel, like you. I want to go to you because, and we're going to start, we're going to wrap this up and get into like, we'll go through the plot a little bit. We don't have to go that much into like financials and plot because everybody knows about this movie. This is more mm-hmm. of like a, a real discussion for us to have. You, I don't want to call you a middleman because I think you agree more with what I, my point of view on yeah, this I than Cameron's. Yeah, more your way. But you're also not like the Marvel apologizer as much as I would be mm-hmm. potentially. So where do you really sit on what was like you? Do you agree? Like the characters are what drives this film, right? You yeah, it's it's totally a character-driven film. Like we, like, like I said, I agree with Cameron. The plot, the plot wasn't anything to write home about. No. But where I do disagree with him is I don't think the plot got in the way of the characters. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I still feel like the characters were strong enough, funny enough, and fresh enough that it gave us sort of this new look at what Marvel characters could be. I feel like this kind of opened the door a little bit for like what Ant Man came to be. You know, because yeah. yes. if if this didn't succeed, would Ant-Man have been the this same was, movie that it was? That, I'm glad you brought that up because this this was the movie where people were like, "Why is Marvel making this? This is gonna." This was the first time we heard the "Oh, the age of superhero movies is going to die, and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be the film to kill it." Um, clearly, they were wrong, but they right. took a huge it, risk here. Yeah, and like I said, I, I feel like it kind of it was definitely like a test type thing, you know, like testing the waters and how will audiences respond to this. And I think the fact that it did so well allowed for us to get these sort of quirky characters that we see a little bit further down the line, whether it be Ant-Man. I mean, I know this is the character of Spider-Man, but like the Peter Parker that we have in these Spider-Man films compared Mm -hmm. to like the Tobey Maguire, which I love the Tobey Maguire, but he's a little more like this shy, awkward kind of guy where like we get this playfulness out of uh, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man yeah. that I feel like we haven't gotten with previous Spider-Mans. And no, because Garfield was just like uh, kind of like just so dry. Like <laughs> he was just like okay. Let's let's please let's please respect Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I like Andrew Garfield. I, I love Andrew Garfield. I don't think so his good. Spider-Man. Because Peter Parker knows not so much, but his, no, his Spider-Man. His Spider-Man so yeah, good. yes, yeah. Uh, people always say that uh, Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker is the best one. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is mm-hmm. the best one, and Tom Holland is a mix of the two. Yeah. That's it's like with Batman is you're playing two characters, you know. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, you're right. But mm-hmm. yeah, not everybody's I, I, as cool as Superman, who's basically the same guy every everything he yeah. does. <laughs> um, no, but I, I I do enjoy Guardians. Um, I mean, like I said, when when it came out, I was hyped. I, I really enjoyed it. Even Guardians Two, I've only seen it once. Um, I remember liking it. I'm sure I wasn't crazy about it. I'm sure if I watched, it, I'd just be like, yeah, it was it was fine. Um, Maybe who knows? It, Maybe it, I'd watch so it now. And in Guardians two, like I, we're not going to talk about it much, but a lot of these characters that they do so well in this film either get sidelined or are done poorly in that. Right. One. That one um, becomes that. This one is the Guardians of the Galaxy. That one almost becomes Star Lord and Friends. Yeah, 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 I do remember that. Um, I uh, tapping into something you guys both agreed on. I hate that. Uh, what's the freaking villain's name? 
Ronan. 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 Ronan the... I, I want to say Orion. I want to say Orion because you're talking about it. No, um, no, that's me. Ronan the Accuser. Tapping into something that you guys agreed on earlier, I th- hate how terrible Ronan was because I yeah. love Lee Pace. Yeah, I Lee Pace really great. love Lee Pace. And the fact that Ronan was just such, such kind of a like throwaway villain sucked. He's um, a much cooler character in the comics, too. He's just so one note mm-hmm. in this. This may be an unpopular opinion. I really can't put my finger on why, but through all of the films, I do not like Nebula. She just annoys me. The character of Nebula just annoys me, just flat out. I don't know uh, what th- it is. I think Nebula is incredibly well done in uh, in Endgame. Like that's her best movie. Endgame but. was the only movie where I was like okay with her, but even then, it was just like something about her just like bothers me. And so like this whole the whole movie, you know, she's essentially a villain in this one, and so it was just yeah. like really annoyed me. And she is just a villain in this one. The, yeah. the voice that Karen Gillan gives her. You're like, it's just kind of like, oh, I'm Nebula. Oh, you're my sister. We're we're Thanos. We're Thanos's daughters. Like, I don't know. I think so, I think she I think she is a good character. It's just it takes a while to get there. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, as a whole, I mean, I enjoy this film. Yeah. Again, I I can understand a lot of what Cameron's saying, and like you were saying, coming into this, we didn't really know Cameron. Your reasoning behind it, you just kind of always, you know, threw shots at it, obviously jokingly, you know, but mm-hmm. you just kind of threw shots at it as, and it was just like, well, what's what's the real issue here? And even from the beginning, like Ryan said, you were just saying, oh, it's boring, it's boring, it's boring. Having talked through it a bit more, I get some of your points. Yeah, I can understand some of your points. Um, but that being said, even if even I, if I don't agree with them, I could understand you th- feeling mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I. I definitely I, I enjoyed this film and I I, yep. I again would say it's up there in one of my favorite Marvel films. You know, I I you know it's it is interesting because you brought up Ant Man right, um, and I guess this just points out for me, you know there are certain movie Marvel movies that I'm into and there are just certain Marvel movies that I'm not into. Um, I guess I just I just tend to like the ones that are a little bit more serious and don't have the jokiness of them. So you're um, saying you're saying you're, you don't like Ant Man because I, was I never saw Ant Man because I like I like I never wanted like I was never interested in it because I because like you said it kind of did seem to remind me of the feel of Guardians of the Galaxy and I was just like you know that that's it's very not for it's very that's very much a comedy that movie so yeah, yeah and you know what that's not the type of you know that's not the type of yeah, superhero it's not, it's movie not what you I want to see yeah. and you know and like that's the thing like i like i know ryan i i give you crap about gardens of the galaxy and i do like i you know i'm not gonna come out here and say i think that gardens of the galaxy is a terrible movie that you know that people shouldn't like like obviously i i understand why people i understand that people like this movie and i understand why they would like it because I understand that it's a movie that is made for an, an audience that is not me. I but like I get that. You think we think we're all just a bunch of simpletons that no, just sh- I, shove no, popcorn in our faces and watch this superhero movie? It's like I wish everyone, Paul Thomas Anderson. You know, and this. like that's the thing is everyone has different. You know, everyone has different tastes, and that is totally fine. I you know. Um, there are Thank people who likes the Transformers movies, so you know it's like <laughs> those, pe- those people are crazy. Yeah, how dare you? The first two were great. No, the, no, the, first the, sec- one the second one is good. awful. No, the second um, one is not awful. The one where they're in uh, Egypt, great, great oh my maybe is a strong word, but it's not awful. Yeah, the oh, first it is. one with the racist Autobots. That's the one where the gi- the giant robot has testicles. 
Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. No, it's that's not. hilarious. Oh I guess you could, you could say the first one obviously is good, and then the third one is all right. Yeah, I, I agree. The third one, um, third one is good too. But the second one, and then uh, I could I could watch all three Shia Transformers movies and be okay. The two, the second one is I know is bad. Be but okay, I can as it. if it's gonna harm you. <laughs> but you know, and like and like that's the thing is you know, some movies just aren't made for some people, and like at yeah. the end of the day, like. I, I will always stand by the fact that I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is a terrible movie and has so many weaknesses. And um, I I think that that movie... No one's going to push you as much on that one. Yeah, I think that that movie will be... Um, it's not going to age well at all. Um, that was Disney saying, oh, look what James Gunn did with the first one. Let's not... Let's not... Uh, let's give him everything he wants to do for the second one let's give him his entire movie well the, and then the he... thing with that one i'm sorry to cut you off but i just the thing with that one is that he didn't have to tie it into things that were going to happen um like he didn't have to tie in the mm. infinity stones or anything with that with yeah. that one so it was like yeah you can kind of just run rampant all we have to do is just this is where we need our characters to be at the end of your film yeah like, that's that's all we need they were like let's not reel him in at all let's him make let him make his movie and it was oof really bad um but like but like with the first one i like i like i get it like you know i i personally don't uh, like personally there is nothing in this movie that like would make me ever want to be like hey i want to see this movie again even though ironically enough this is probably the movie i've seen the most that i didn't like because I had to watch it so many times because well, I kept falling asleep. When when you watch Kirk Cameron every Christmas going forward, <laughs> that'll eventually take it over. I actually have seen, so I've seen that movie twice now. Yeah, that's more um, than most people. Yeah, once that's, is more than yeah, more, most people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's probably it is probably Guardians of the Galaxy is probably. Uh, I mean, it's probably bottom five, if not bottom ten, of the Marvel movies for me, yeah. just because I we noticed. You know, I think I think I gave this movie a one and a half stars on Letterboxd uh, yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw it. It was very rude. <laughs> I was wondering why Ryan didn't want to talk to me today. <laughs> he got in the me. He got in the podcast. He's like, I'm like, hey Ryan, what's up? He's like, let's go. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even say that. I was I was working before we started. Yeah. Um. So like, I, and just in general, people know that I'm not, you know, I'm not a Mar- I'm not a huge Marvel fan, right? Nope. And I think what, I think what Marvel has done with their franchise is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, I think that Disney specifically has to. I know the whole like, oh, you know, uh, cursed Disney, you know, franchise. I, I. Our, know, our media overlords disney we saw we saw with star wars what can happen yeah. when with a franchise um Boy, and, did we ever and so the fact that disney has taken marvel and done with it some absolutely incredible things um not only on you know on a financial standpoint yeah. you know but even on a creative standpoint we have yeah. seen some apps you know we have seen some wonderful marvel movies i think infinity war I think Infinity War specifically will is going to age incredibly well, and I yeah. think that that movie is the perfect example of a masterclass in pacing. There is not a single second of a three-hour movie yeah, we're not that is 
boring. No, it's that, it's that excellent. one. That one. That one's only two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So two and a half hours. It flies. It flies by. Yep. It, it goes very fast, and of course, you have an excellent ending in that. Um, and you know, Mar. You know, and I have my I have my issues with Mar- Marvel's formula. You know, a lot of their movies, especially in the middle, when you're getting you know to the you know the twos of things, and you know, it's like okay, these you know are kind of you know, the samey and boring. Um, but what we saw in WandaVision is that they can and yeah. they will take experiments. Take, they take chances. They, yeah, and they will now, experiment. Now they are. Now they are. And, you know, and I, I feel like the issue is is that WandaVision for – Wanda, they were so close with WandaVision. You know, they really were close. Of we haven't t- – we didn't talk about the – we haven't talked about like the finale of that. Together. No, and you know, we're, I don't want to spoil. It. Obviously, yeah, we, we won't don't spoil, spoil it. But I, I, I think, I think I get where you're going, and I agree with you that it kind of left me, you know, a little empty. We based still on haven't gotten before. that full on experimental Marvel. They got, they got affected by the, by the COVID, by the COVID virus. Yeah, but they were shooting. But no, I, I'm not. I'm just like I'm saying that I think it affected some of the things that they were able to shoot in their finale, and it kind of shows. Yeah, and you know. And I want them to do. I think that the next Doctor Strange movie, I really oh, want them to go completely off the rails and just give us a crazy movie that you would never expect from Marvel. I can't. I can't because, wait for that one. You know, as much as as much as I don't like DC movies, and as much as I think Joker is a bad movie, <laughs> I, I, I'm I gotta give Warner Brothers props. They tried something new with their. You know, they tried to do something interesting, experimental. With their intellectual property, they gave he's us just, something different with Joker. He's just saying that so he gets hired back. Yeah, for real. No, I. You know, <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm serious. kidding. And they're doing the same thing. You know, they're doing the same thing of Batman. We talked about this last week with DC. It's like at least the multiverse. You know, they. You know, they're trying interesting things, and Marvel of any company has the ability to do those things as well. And like I said, we kind of started to see it with WandaVision and I really hope that they want they will push that more because television gives them the ability I think Dis- Disney had I, I mean uh, excuse me Warner Brothers had more of a reason to try new things because the things they were doing before weren't working whereas Disney the things were working so they were like hey if it ain't broke don't fix it but then mm. th- they noticed things were starting to get stale especially around Age of Ultron time mm-hmm. and that's when they started to take more chances so I think I think yeah. th- I think uh like I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I could agree. Like Warner Brothers trying some new stuff is great, but at the same time, they almost kind of had to. Otherwise, the franchises were gonna die. Um, and also, some of their new stuff is not very good. Like Wonder Woman 1984, which I know you two haven't seen yet, but oh boy, <laughs> that's a that's a Birds time. of Prey was great. Birds of Prey was a good time. I agree with you. I, I appreciate that film much more after seeing Wonder Woman 1984. Um, I remember when we walked out of Birds of Prey and Ryan was like, "Yeah, I don't like that." I didn't Did think. You guys, it was, I didn't think. Did it was you guys see it at work? No, no, we, we went, saw the AMC. We, oh. Yeah, we went to the, we went to Burbank and watched it together. Um, we went to Burbank. Yeah, yeah, we were in Burbank already. That's right. Um, um yeah. but yeah, I think uh, I think this was a good conversation, not just for the podcast, but probably just for the three of us to have. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan was legitimately mad at me coming into this conversation. I was. I just wanted to know. I was. Cu- I, I needed, texted I him needed today and I said, I "Hey, Ryan, I love you, bud." That's that's and a, he that's never a responded. Lie. That's not true. You didn't text me. Today. That's okay, Cameron. Or Ryan Cameron has not responded to a text that I sent him. That's not true. Week. <laughs> um, if what? you did reply, I didn't see the reply. And then that's your oh, fault. you did reply. My bad. <laughs> Whoa, got him. Oh. Come up 
Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh, yeah, right. For real. Um, oh, Ryan, before I let you keep us moving along here, I just want to say I've had five people reply to our Instagram story. Um, all of them are in agreement with me, except for my girlfriend who replied. It's the most important much, vote. And so. she pretty much said, socks or no socks, it doesn't matter. You're a weirdo. Something um, along those lines. That's um, something we can all agree on. <laughs> but most people are agreeing that if you're just taking a quick nap, you could keep your socks on. It doesn't matter. Someone said, I literally didn't take my socks off for a nap today, but if I'm going to bed under the sheets, I take them off. Another friend of mine replied and said something along. Let me see. I have it right here. Um, because is this about the socks? I, I normally don't sleep with socks on either, but I do it for a quick nap. So I just wanted to put that out there, a little update. If I have any more that come along the way, I'll let you guys I, know. Maybe I'm just biased because I just don't even like wearing shoes. So, I Yeah, I'd much rather not wear shoes either. Yeah, but. I would usually wear flip-flops unless I have to like go somewhere like decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I have yeah. uh, those Adidas slides. You have any of those? Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I don't yeah. have any slides. But those are dope. Yeah. They remember, are dope. I remember when uh, like the boat shoes were really popular. Oh um, yes, I had like spare. I think it was Sperry was Sperry was. The I company? didn't have any Sperrys. I had some Sanooks. Oh, I remember like when I was in college, those were super popular, and people were like, "Yeah, you just throw these on your feet and go." I was like, "Did you ever wash them?" I was like, "You have to wash your shoes." It's like, yeah, if you don't put socks in them, yeah. I have a pair of Under Armour slip-ons that I occasionally like. If I'm running to the store and I'm like in a hurry, I won't put socks on. Oh. Just, yeah, just yep, in and out. Um. Oh. <laughs> we were both like, uh, "Whoops!" That, that you kinda, know what? I I got everybody's attention. That is the thing. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. That is the thing that's been frustrating about this whole bachelorette situation. Not being able to eat in and out is not being able to eat, not even in and out, but like really anything. Like the day after I got my vaccine, I was driving home and I was like, "Oh, I'll stop by in and out since I'm already out," and I was like, "Crap, I can't." So, but hey. I gotta get that body, like my body. That's Girl, sorry, that, that body. The, oh, that camera. Yeah, that was yeah. a weird. Yeah, that's not great. says. Yeah, we, yeah, we we don't like that. But we're we're gonna pull it. We're gonna be pulling yeah. that clip and putting it everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. That's gonna be our, our uh, I gotta ne- get my body, my dream body. Episode we're gonna, preview. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're we're gonna make the first T-shirt that has an audio clip attached to it. Uh, so every time I get you that it's a QR code. Yeah. You scan the QR code, and all it does is, I gotta get that body. Exactly. That's all it's gonna be. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy, like we've said, everyone knows about this movie. It was a huge success. A ton of people saw it. Uh, 773.35 million dollars at total box office. A lot of that came from Cameron because he had to pay to see it three times. <laughs> you know, I actually never paid to see this movie because I worked at oh, the movie theater, so I saw oh, it four times for free or three oh. times for free. All right. Well, I I think I saw it three times in the theater, but I paid for it because I'm because yeah. I'm I'm a good boy. See, I pays for my pays for my movies. Oh, see, I just work at the movie theater, so it's not like I'm. We scared. know you work at the movie theater. We're well aware. It's like cream is like free movies. And also, if 12 you work girlfriends. at a, I was going to say, if you work at <laughs> the movie theater, uh, go ahead. I actually just um, reopened my Instagram. You uh, did. That's true. I did for a you couple work at of movie theaters. Slide into his DMs because he's interested. <laughs> yeah. Well. I wouldn't say interested because, like I said, I'm going on a bachelorette. You know, we can't. You know, we can't have anything. Yeah, you because you because you because you would be the first person to go on the bachelor that didn't wasn't already in a relationship. He'd much rather go try and find uh, love on a TV show than a normal way. Yeah. No, I've tried the normal way. It doesn't work. Um, 
No, but like, well, here's the thing. The reason why I'm joining the show is because I'm actually legitimately into the person who's the reason going, I'm joining oh the show. Because the a, reason why I want to apply thing. to the show. No, the, I, the reason why I'm applying to the show is I'm legitimately into the person who's going to be the Bachelorette. So. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure she feels the same way about you. You so. know what? She worked at the movie theater, so Oh my god. Oh no. Can I Wait, can I hold, get... on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Oh uh, we distracted from the fact that you said so I recently reopened my Instagram. Where were you going with that? I reopened it because I need an account for the bachelorette. <laughs> oh my god are you serious Uh, is that a prerequisite for that they're like you have to have a social media they want to see social media yeah are you like like uh changing your instagram and stuff to fit that i rebranded yeah oh my god (laughs) i rebranded uh so my instagram name is now cam shut up ryan i can't believe this i can dream too hey man you live your life you do what you want and you know funny thing is i actually in my bio i actually put my wrong age without completely with completely realizing how old did you say you were 24 i don't turn 24 24. until uh three weeks oh that's oh i can't wait for them to find out that you lied and that's why you don't get it (laughs) i think the reason you're gonna get chosen is this film photo i took of you yeah it's a good that's such a good picture I love I that picture. I think you would get chosen if everyone else they ask decides not to do it. So, <laughs> oh my um, god! Hi, is this Cameron Tennyson? Yeah, everyone else backed out. So, you're actually the only contestant. Just want to go on a date with this girl? It's, it, it, he. Christ. He gets out of the limo and there's just a mirror. It's yeah. just him dating himself. Oh, that's what I've been doing for the last few months. Oh my god. Um can we let's No, just, that's what I... my therapist said. She said date yourself. It's pro you know, you gotta you gotta love yourself. That's a good point. You do so, need to love yourself. You be know. good to each other. All right, so uh we're getting close to wrapping things up here, but before we do that, we're gonna throw a quick word to our sponsors. Yeah, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. We did it. We got through we it. We did it. This episode went a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> we um we're going yeah. Well you know I can rant, so yeah, well, you actually upset me this time. So. I know. That's what I'm saying. He looked pissed. I, I regret. I, I almost took a snapshot or snapshot, Snapchat of it, but I should have taken a screenshot of Ryan's face. There were a couple times that I was like, I thought oh, he was, I, no. like, I thought I was, I would thought he was going to actually hurt me. This Ryan is, fr- is going to reach through his computer and beat Cameron up. <laughs> looked, I would, I would never. He looked legitimately mad. Like actually, like I, I like more I, angry than his photo on the the weekend film recommendations. <laughs> like yeah, Cameron first joins back Instagram, and the first thing he says is makes <laughs> makes fun of my photo. And I did not he make fun of your photo. It. I said I liked it. Did you guys know that Iron Man was originally going to cameo in this movie? Where do you know where? Gonna, it was going to be at the end. It was going to be post credits. He's scene. in the collector's case, and that's the end of Iron Man. No, well, because <laughs> Iron Man was a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy in some comic runs, and they were going to have him show up to like tie everything together. But this was when Downey was in the middle of contract discussions, because uh, this was oh, yeah. he was he had already done five no four films at this time, and his last one on his contract was Age of Ultron. And he obviously, Absolutely. you guys know, he's got the cra- he had the crazy contract where it's like a minimal salary, but he makes like a huge percentage of revenue so he's like and they never let any other actor sign a contract like it because of how much money they had to pay him and then he was basically set for life with these franchises that's why he's able to that's why he's set for life before that's why he's able to go make shitty movies now outside of the iron man movies uh and i love robert i love robert downey jr but his other movies are not good um hopefully he i mean doolittle was pretty good stop 
stop it. I wanted to see Doolittle because Selena Gomez. The only other movies I like that Robert Downey Jr. is the star in is the Sherlock movies, the Guy Ritchie The Sherlock ones. movies are so good. Yeah, and I look forward to the third one. But yeah, that's uh, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa. We have to uh, we have to figure out now. I think I know where everybody's gonna go on this one. Uh, so I'm gonna go first. I am obviously not going to ask for a refund on Guardians of the Galaxy. Not it didn't even cross my mind. I would pay, I would pay much more to go see it. Ticket price is about eight bucks. So Joel, do you want your eight dollars back? Nope. All right, I thought so. And then Cameron, <laughs> just go ahead and say it. Yeah, of course. Don't worry. Yeah, I, uh, all eight dollars. Mr. Say, Manager, say, say the line. Or say Mrs. the line. Manager, I'd like a refund. <laughs> I'd like my eight dollars back, Cameron. Walk up to um, the manager and say, "I'd like, like a P. refund." Diddy. A podcast where we talk about <laughs> bad movies, so you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you basically just recited the trailer that you made. That's, so. that's yeah, that was a great trailer. Thank you. Um, all right, guys. So we're done with Guardians of the Galaxy. Before Woo-hoo. we get out of here, let's give our recommendations for some films for people to watch. Um, I kind of just wanted to recommend Guardians of the Galaxy, but I'm not going to do that. So I'll go first. Um, what if yeah. you're looking? Um, yeah, you go. It's first. actually a movie I've only seen one time. But I'm gonna recommend the movie Stoker. Have either of you seen Stoker? It's so funny no. you say that because I'm literally recommending a horror movie tonight. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. look at that! Yeah, so that's with I mean, Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah, Nicole Kidman yeah. and Mia Wasikowska, Matthew Good. Um, yeah, it's like a drama mystery thriller. It's it's not like a horror. Um, you may be thinking of a different film. It's more no, of like a thriller. That's I'm thinking. Um, it does have like those kinds of elements to it. Um, but I really won't say much about it because it's kind of one of those movies that it's like – You don't want to talk about it because you just want people to see it. Yeah, just see it. it. It's not like crazy a lot happens, but it's like more happens in it than you'd expect, and it kind of goes ways that you maybe wouldn't expect. So. Oh, yeah. Park – I was I was thinking that's – yeah, he did um, – He did Old Boy. Old Boy and the Handmaiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Cameron, why don't you go next? Okay, so I am going to recommend the film It Follows – Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I've never finished it. I've seen yeah. half of it. It follows as a, it follows as a STD very the good movie. Film. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, it follows for me was the first horror movie that because like I you guys know I don't like horror movies. So. No, um, I do. They scare I start, me. I started to. Um, I, used to. I used to be with you guys on that. I I I they scared me. And It Follows was the first... I had heard about how great it was. And this was kind of around the time where I was, like, really starting to get into, like, almost, like, the prestige picks kind of thing. And so I was like, okay, well, I want to go see this movie because I hear how great it is. So um, it, so I went and saw it, and I was like, wow, that was actually really cool. And it was, like, scary, but not in, like, a slasher gore kind of way, right? It was more of, like, this feeling, right? Uh, and that's what It Follows does that's really... Um, different is it really does create this feeling of dread and paranoia um excellent movie i believe it's on netflix uh check it out i don't know if you guys know this you probably do but for our viewers the day we're recording was the day that the oscar nominations came out oh yeah um and i wanted to touch on one of the films that got nominated for best picture that i want to recommend to everybody and that would be minari uh, minari was nominated for six Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Actor, Actress in a Supporting Role, Director, Screenplay, and Music. Some of the major categories. Stephen Young gives the performance of his career in that movie. I think that after Parasite broke the mold last year and really gave some shine to movies that feature major 
foreign language elements in them. This isn't just a foreign language film. There are uh, English dialogue and then um, Korean dialogue in this. Um, but yeah, Minari, if you're going to start going through like your Oscar films and like I'm going to go through my checklist, watch the ones that are nominated, I would start with Minari. So that's my recommendation. That's the, nice. It's, I'm glad to hear you liked it because I've been meaning to check that out. Yeah. And, and Sound of Metal too. I wanted to watch that yeah. forever I, ago. I, I have that next on my list yeah, to watch. So yeah. Um, nice thing about um, Minari is it's one of the 24 films ever made. So thanks for pointing <laughs> it out, Ryan. You're welcome. Um, all right. So yeah, those are our recommendations. Next week's episode. Uh, we have our next guest episode. Joel, hold you on. Before back. that, can I take care of another order of business? Do we have more business? We do have more business. So Sticker. we had posted on our Instagram. Oh, I forgot um, about this. Uh, last yeah. week, I, w- we I was going. I was going. I was going to do this last, but yeah. Um, so go we for had it. posted on our Instagram last week that we were going to do a giveaway for a sticker for anyone who commented on our post. Um, and so we have a handful of entrants here, and so I'm going to use a random little generator thing here, um, and. I'm going to share my screen to the guys here. That way they can see I'm not just picking somebody. They're, they're my witnesses here. Um, so, yeah, we are going to run this, and we're going to see who gets picked. So really quick, and the winner is Evan Shep. Oh, my God, Evan, Evan Shep, congratulations. Shep's. You've just won a sticker uh, from I'd Like a Refund. So we'll be oh reaching my out God, to DM dude. you. And get your information so we can send that your way. Dude. All right. Congrats, dude. He's, I'm freaking Woo! for him. That's unbelievable. Uh, that being we, said. Do we have stickers? Oh, uh, do we have stickers? Oh, we crap. Have, we got to get. We gotta make some stickers. What? Some stickers. Wow, oh, wait. Dude. No, we have, we have stickers. You could check out what they look like on our Instagram page. Wow. It just, <laughs> night just keeps getting better. <laughs> uh, that being said. We have a new guest coming on next week for next week's episode. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play the audio for us. And let's hear who's coming on and what next week's pick's going to be. Yo, how's it going? I hope everybody enjoyed that episode you just heard. My name is Sergio, and I'll be joining us very soon so we can discuss Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Oh, no. Right. I've never seen this movie. Wait, so he, that's a movie he doesn't like? Yeah, yeah. It's the sequel to Kingsman. It's the sequel. I've never seen. I actually haven't even seen the first one. I've seen about oh. half of the first one. Oh, okay. I, I love Kingsman. This would be interesting, Cameron. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where you're landing, but don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's, it'll be I, interesting to see yeah. next week. Kingsman is. Yeah, this will be. This will be interesting. I'm enjoy. I enjoy this will that. be, and that's, I'm excited yeah. now because now I get to see it. But I feel like I have to watch the first one now. I, so see, I feel like I have to watch so two that, movies. That's that's interesting for like if you Cameron, have you seen Kingsman? Oh, both of them. Right. Okay. So yeah, Joel, I would recommend you watch. Yeah, both. Yeah, I have to honestly. see both of them now. You so can't watch thanks. the second. You can't watch the second one without knowing what happens no. in the first one. Shout out to Sergio for making me have to watch two movies this weekend. It's not you. You okay. are yeah. You will. Huh. You will be busy watching these two movies. Um, but that's gonna be a good topic of conversation for us. Yeah, that'll be fun. And that will bring us to next week's episode. But we're gonna conclude this one here. As always, you can check us out at Refund Pod on Instagram and our socials. And then check us out at all of your podcasting platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And make sure you uh, follow at Cameron. Oh no, at Cam Tennyson. Does, doesn't even know his own handle. At or at Cam Tennyson on Instagram, because yeah, that's you, right. I'm back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <what was> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, let's uh, let's cu- let's wrap this one up. Thank you all so much for joining us for the Guardians of the Galaxy episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We certainly enjoyed talking about it, and we will see you all next week.